And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. I think he's worthy. Amen. He's worthy of all the praise and all the glory. Amen. It is indeed that we join in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Indeed, a great pleasure to be with my friend for so many years. It seems like Pastor Chris, I suppose, is thinking, I wonder if he hasn't forgotten me. Well, never. I won't forget him. Amen. And when I look at the building, it blows me, really. Amen. But listen, listen, listen. If there's a man that deserves this, it's Chris Ross, your pastor. Amen. He's a hardworking man. I know Pastor Chris, is, he's a hardworking man. He gives his all to the work of God. Amen. And he lifts Jesus up. And that's the key. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. So uh, this, this morning, I, I want to say, you know, uh, I know Pastor for so long. But now, I don't know if I might sing with Pastor. I'll, I'll just see him. Hey. Give me a threat, threat number. Uh, I wonder what you uh, Give me six, please. Six. Six. Threat number six. Please. Give me some, just some volume. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. When the ship of your life is tossing on the wind of strife, then you need someone. When you feel so all alone, many times we do, and there's no meaning at home, then we Someone. And when you feel like it's unfair, it's like that all the time. And there's no one else to share all those lonely days and nights when things just don't turn out right. And we need someone who cares. And someone to just be there, then you need someone. 
Lift your hands. When the anointing is, is here, I, I feel it always. I'm very sensitive to anointing. I'm also aware that other people can be in the same presence and don't feel what I feel. I know. The woman felt that if she could touch Jesus, he said, the disciples said, but many were here touching you. He said, no, 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 you don't understand. The anointing is here. Lift your hand. For Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Pick it up on the drums. Virtual help me. Let's do it. Everybody sing together. Jesus is the sweetest name. Jesus is the sweetest name I know.
Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you that we can feel it so very tangible in our midst. Help me to preach the word of God, Lord. We pray that our hearts will be receptive, soft soil upon which the seed of the word may fall. Help me to preach as a dying man to dying men that we will be ready the day when Jesus calls, I give you thanks and praise. Come Holy Spirit, be present in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take your seats on top of your enemy. Amen. Bring my glasses, uh, Tashley. Well, we are blessed. Thank you again to Evangelist Peterson for this wonderful visitation. I told you when the building is done, then you'll be singing here a lot, Brazil. And we will have many great ministries here. Amen. Hallelujah. We are excited for the new year. I think we all have rested enough now. Or what? It's time to work. Amen. Rest is biblical. Jesus told the disciples, come Let's go away and rest for a while. Amen. But the problem is with Christians, they go to rest and they never come back to work again. Work is also biblical. Amen. Jesus also said we must work while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. So while we have the strength, while we have the energy, let us work for the Lord. Hallelujah. So uh, you are greeted in the name of Jesus. We are thankful. We are blessed to, for the ministration. The ministration is already touching our hearts, softening your heart for the Word of God. I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about enlargement. Amen. The year of enlargement. This afternoon we will have our first leaders meeting setting the pace and the vision for the year, I will do the State of the Nations address. Four o'clock. You can come. You're free to come. Four o'clock. And then we will look at what we are looking into this year. I've already spoken to many of my friends. I have got many great friends in the ministry, international friends. And I've already have an indication that they will be coming to us. We couldn't invite them before because we didn't have our own facility. Now that God has blessed us, we will have very great anointings passing by this way. And you are blessed because you will be, you will, be, you will have a reserved seat. Amen. I spoke to Bishop Eddie, Eddie and I, I told him that he must come to us and he said he will come. 
Amen. I spoke to Bishop Paul Akwaku. And he said he will come. And then I also spoke to Bishop Joshua Ewart Mills. And he said he can't wait to come. So we're having a great array of speakers coming. And you will be surely blessed. Amen. And in between them coming, I will still be here with you if God keeps me. Amen. Glory to God. I love this church and I love coming here to see all of you. Amen. I don't belong to other clubs anymore besides Liverpool. But I, I'm also almost gave in my resignation yesterday. So the thing that excites me is coming to church. Amen. To see all the people of God. Hallelujah. Normally in the beginning of the year, this time you get quite a lot of people coming because the New Year resolution is still fresh in your mind. And because I've been a pastor for a few years, I've got a little bit of experience. I don't get too excited about New Year's resolutions. Because it's hard to be a Christian. It's hard to follow the Lord. That's why we must admire Basil, Evangelist Basil, for 77 years old. And he was a teenager in prison when the Lord, when he, when he made a promise to God. How many made promises to God and they never kept it? Backsliding comes on all of us. And it doesn't come overnight. It comes bit by bit by bit. Yes. You start to lose the sensitivity. That's why you can say, What is solving Prat Pastor Fan Manze? Sati Manze Kanati Fuli. But God is gracious to us, and I am just preparing you for this week. We are starting our 10 days fast and prayer. Amen. I've minimized it to 10 days because I want to intensify it. In other words, every night we will meet here to pray. Ten days consecutively, load shedding or not, we will be here. We have made a way around the load shedding. You must just make your way here. Maybe from seven to nine, we will be here. If you're here early and the music will be playing, start to pray. You could be the one that hear the voice of God before the others come. Amen. Now, I know many of you don't get excited about this fasting and prayer. That is why I want to talk to you just a few minutes about this. Amen. Because if it's the year of enlargement, don't be mistaken that your enlargement will only be in material goods and in physical things. You all need a bigger house, you need a bigger car, you need more money. Amen. But those are material things. The main area of enlargement must be in the spirit. Because from there, the other things come. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Then the other things will be added unto you. And go all out. Put everything in and you will get everything out. Don't go half-hearted with the Lord. Give yourself wholly so that your profiting may appear to all men. Amen. So say very maniki langs yo in the damiki. Ikupi kato yeliasi. 
Kuping hati oyel diasi. Tasa kurki wat ana dag op die radio ko speel het, jy sal my nooit weer sien. Of as het ek sal jou nooit weer sien. Maar die ene moet jy sê, I hope I'll see you through the year. Say it in English, sorry, I, I forgot that many don't understand Afrikaans. Say, I hope I see you through the year. Why is that important? Listen. You see, if, you, if I send you to school and you only go occasionally, so like many of you did, but school you went, you stay absent. You go, you stay absent. You say to your mother, Nay, man, ek die sief vir my nie. School, as sief vir my nie. Die juffrou soek vir ex. My ex is klaar op die blaai. Die som sê, find ex. Ek wees wat, daar is ex. Sy gee vir my a dreip. School, as sief vir my nie. You see, you will not amount to much because number one, you don't have the primary education. You don't have the secondary education. You don't have the tertiary education. So your chances are not great of succeeding in this life. It's the same in the spirit. You can't come and casual here one weekend and then you come again in June. Then you come again in February. Then we give you an orange card and a donut because you were visitor. You see, you, you have not grown spiritually. Because in your mind, you think this is just a fly-by-night visitation you are doing here. But it's a process of growth that is taking place as you are sitting there and I'm teaching here and you are developing into a strong Christian, a mature Christian. And the fruits will show in your life. But if you have broken service, You, you can't even be promoted to the next year. In God, there's also promotions. Are you listening? And there's promotions. And some of you are on, on the baby face, the infant face, say, stop. Ah. Grade one in the spirit. You need to migrate to the next levels. If you think this is all there is in Jesus, you make a big mistake. There is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. But you need to come continually and be strengthened in the Lord and in the power of His might. And you will see many great things in your life. Okay, turn your Bibles to Joshua 4, please. We are, the whole series I'm teaching on enlargement comes from Joshua. How many of you know who Joshua was? Joshua was the servant of Moses. He was the one whom God chose to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And today again, as always, I might say some things that might offend you. Hello? But the gospel is offensive. It is supposed to offend you. If I'm offending you, then my job is correct. Then I'm doing well. Just say, Lord, have mercy on me if I say something that fits you because... There are different grades of school here. I might touch your grade. Da voels ek nie, maar ek, ek moet, ek moet al in a hoere standard gewees het. As, as, as so, maar het gedreip.
Joshua chapter 4. And it came to pass when the people were clean passed over the Jordan. Okay, let's put it in the NLT. When all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men, one from each tribe. Tell them to take twelve stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them and pile them up at the place where you will camp tonight. May the Lord bless the reading and the preaching of His Word. How many of you have heard this term, the Joshua Generation? If you have not heard about it, remember this term, the Joshua Generation. Those are the people that went into the promised land with Joshua. They were mainly young people. Why? Because the older people complained and murmured in the wilderness and they did, they did not cross over into the promised land. Are you hearing? Complaining and murmuring will prevent you from crossing over. Do you believe it? So the Joshua generation were the young children who grew up in the desert and eventually they could cross over the Jordan with Joshua. But listen to what the Lord says to him. He says, when you're in the middle of the Jordan, take 12 men, pick up 12 stones, and you build an altar at the place where you will be located. Hallelujah. And these were the people that experienced enlargement, this group. But before we tackle the enlargement, and how many battles they had to fight. The first port of call was to stop in the river. Please listen. The first stop for them before they could be enlarged was to go into the river Jordan, take the stones from the river. The river speaks of the Holy Spirit. Are you listening? So the Joshua generation was a spiritual generation. These were not young boys that had to be entertained and had to be organized in a soccer match and had to be organized in games. These were spiritual men that knew they must first stop in the water of the Spirit before they can find enlargement. The problem that we can have in the church, we want to make our people welcome here and we want to make our people stay here so we can. And we have games here. But it's not what will make you great and not what will make you enlarge in the Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit and the waters of the Spirit and the things of the cross and the things of God that will make the young people stand. Are you with me? I don't want young people in this church that's only here for entertainment and for games and for those things. I want young people that can pray in tongues, young people that can pray for hours, young people that can recite scriptures, Young people that can praise the Lord and cry in the presence of the Lord. But I know that's not all we have. But the good news is you can migrate from your one grade to the next grade until in the higher grade. Hallelujah. So this generation was a super spiritual generation and I see you becoming such a super spiritual generation. 
Not young people looking at their watch to see when is the service over because I've got a football game to play. No, 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 no. Super spiritual. And you will experience the enlargement that accomplish the great things of God. Amen. If you want to do big things, there must be spirituality. You can't think it's just my organization and my education that made us do what we do here. It must be something to do with the Holy Spirit. Are you listening? Yeah, it's Nicodemus who said to Jesus, you must be a man from God. Because no man can do these things that you do unless God is with him. Yeah. You can have the strategies, you can have the know-how, but if the Spirit is not present, then you cannot enlarge. Are you with me? Enlargement. And you see, some of these things are hidden. You can't see it. When you see a man of God, you can see him look very ordinary. But you don't know the weight of the man of God on the scale of God. You don't know if this is a spiritual man, a carnal man, or a soulish man. And those are three terms I want you to remember, and it's the only three things I'm going to give you today. The carnal man, the soulish man, and the spiritual man. Are you with me? Now say after me. The carnal man, the soulish man, and the spiritual man. Yes, this Joshua generation didn't believe in the principle give the children sports and make them tired so that they can't do bad things. Give them sports and games so they don't have energy to live a sinful life. Are you listening? But the power to overcome sin is not found in games and in sports or making young people tired. The power is found in the cross of Jesus. Can I have an amen? And the power is released into the lives of young people through the preaching of the cross. The preaching of the cross is the preaching of sacrifice. Come on. They will not give the year any, but they will grow good in Jesus. They will your games opgenie, they will your winkels opgenie, they will not opgenie, but they will know who come as they so clean and the other Godsman is so good. The preaching of the cross is a sacrifice. When others are having enjoyment, I'm in the prayer meeting. Yeah. It's the gospel we grew up with. Is it right, Basil? And it has never changed. Never changed. We, we might have modern facilities. We might have modern lights. But the principles remain the same. We're not going to exhaust you by making you tired so you can't sin. Die mense van diaf, ek ken hulle goed. Alles hulle hoe moeg, hulle sal nog altijd kattekwaad aanvang. Is dit waar? As net as die heilige geest, it's only when the Holy Spirit is on you, can you be tamed from doing the things that the enemy wants you to do. Are you listening to me? So you must first fetch the, the rocks in the water before you try to fetch it anywhere else. You must first make a turn in the Jordan. Hallelujah. And get the help of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise your attempt... Or let's say your, your natural attempt to say, this is a new year, 2023. Dia, 
Die jaar gaat ons een beetje kijken, toe kinders, kom allemaal trek aan. Maar nou die eerste zondag van die maan. Verlede zondag het die getjallie. Want toen leer je nog op Gordon's Bay. Is het waar? Is het waar? Maar die zondag. That's why I said from the start, my preaching might offend you, but it's, it's the gospel offends people. As my niet vir my kwaad raak, he. raak kwaad vir die Heere wat so praat uit sy woord uit. Amen. It's offensive. But God is looking for super spiritual young people to serve Him as the Joshua generation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why our service is about three hours. I was thinking about it this morning. Three hours. But we don't feel it. You know, because, because we, we, we have passed from the carnality over the soulishness into the spirit. So to be in the waters of the spirit, it's not, you, you want to stay there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it's okay boring it. Kan ik zeggen wat ik moet zeggen? Gaat ze kwaad raak voor mij? Maar als ze schoen je over ogen pas, trek kom aan. Can I say what I need to say? I don't want to start the year like this, man. You might not be back next week. A good pastor always wants his church to be full, isn't it? But I have to say what I need to say. Hallelujah. We have some great young people in this church and I'm very proud of them. Amen. Girls and boys. And I trust that the fire that they have will ignite all the other young people. These are not young people that just here on a Sunday to perform for you or to entertain you. When I call them to work here on a Saturday, they are here. When I call them to pray for three hours, they are here. When we watch videos of anointed men, they are there. These are men that has given up the pleasures of this world to find their purpose in Christ Jesus. Even though I make them study like, the, like Daniel and his three friends, they are very intelligent, but they have decided to give their all to Christ. Amen? In other words, their intelligence will be used by the Lord. <clears throat> Not like most of us when our, when, when our children go to university or have a degree, we think the child must go into accounting or some law or some, but nothing for God. We only want to send the, the backward children to the church. Bishop Dag said he had a Bible school and the first child that entered was a child with a big head. It's a, a type of sickness. I can't remember the name of the sickness. It's, you know, head swells big. I don't know if the doctor is here today. The head swells bigger than normal. He had someone with a big kop as a type of sickness. And the other child who came to the Bible school was, was uh, on drugs. And he said he realized that the parents are taking the best of their children to universities. And die wat nou nie geslaag het die, moet Bible school toekom. Moet, moet kerk toekom om in die kerk toekom weer. But when God gave Jesus, He gave His best. <coughs> the chorus writer says in... in, 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 in on a hill far away, he said he gave his dearest and his best. Are you hearing me? 
He didn't give the most intelligence to the, to the world. And, the, and you don't even know help in the church for Pastor Chris. God wants youthfulness. God wants juiciness. God wants intelligence. God wants everything you have to come into the water and be used by the Spirit. Say Amen. En alles zijn misschien ouder van ogen is nog niet te laat. Die jaren kan je weer jong maken. Amen. All right. Now you must develop the spirit man. And that is what this fasting and this 10 days will be. Where we will come to pray every night. To develop the spirit man. If we want to rise and be spiritual. But the human being consists of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. And if you develop the flesh part of your life, you will become a carnal Christian. There are some carnal Christians here this morning. If you develop the soul part, you become soulish. That is not a word often mentioned, but I will explain it now. And then lastly, if you develop the spirit part, you will become Spiritual. Do you all understand? So, the first part we will look at is the soul. I read a book many years ago by Watchman Nee, a great Chinese writer, and for the first time I saw the word soulish. Everybody say soulish. I didn't know you get soulish Christians. I thought there was only carnal Christians and spiritual Christians. But I, I realize there's an in-between. The, the human being is three parts. That's why God said he's, he'll be made in my image. We will make him in our image. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, body, soul, and spirit. Now, the soul is the seat of your will, your mind, and your emotion. Say, Macho Amen. Your mind, your will to decide, and your emotion. Are you with me? We first stop there. We're going to come to the body now. The soul is the real you. It's inside of you. And many Christians only go to the level of soulishness. And your enlargement will not come by developing the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotion. Your enlargement will not come by only that development. What is that then? These are the people who emphasize education and philosophy. They give themselves to education and philosophy. Such people become great thinkers and logicians. They are theorists, academics, and truth seekers. And they are also people who can become very emotional. Are you with me? Say, heil. Say, is altijd in love. Always looking for relationships. Looking if people fit one another or not fit one another. Those are the soulish type of people. Now, I have to address this because it's very important. And I always try to teach those around me how to differentiate between soulish Christians and spiritual Christians. Are you with me? Theo theoretic theologians or people who, who theorize about things. He the Bible opgemaak and he said, the pastor preek verkeerd. 
But he's not a spiritual person because there's no fruit, spiritual fruit in his life. But because he's into academics and he's into philosophy, he's always looking for the truth. And in your family, you have many such people. And here in this church, might be some people sitting like that here this morning. You are searching for the truth. Or maybe you came with the truth and you just came in to check out if I know my theology, my didactics, and my philosophy. That's all you're coming to check out. But you don't really need anything from me. You're coming to check. I know you're here. It's not a problem. You're welcome. And you, you, you might sound spiritual because you can quote the scripture and say, he say, you see, the waters is not actually the spirit. The waters mean something else. You are, you are theoretically explaining theological stuff, but you're not a spiritual man. You don't even feel the sense of the Holy Spirit moving here. When Basil was singing, nothing stirred you. <clears throat> then you get the soulish Christian that says, Yeah, Rick, Basil come a yell, that's a song at the only shulang of the pricky. You understand what I said, Titi? Some people would say, let the music play on. Why? Because emotion is part of the soul. Are you listening? Ons hou van die kerk is lekker, maar nie preekie, man. There you said, they quickly discover between the soul and the spirit. He's a soulless Christian. Now watch when he wrote in the spiritual man, he said, it's a very thick book. He said, the soulless man can duplicate everything of the spirit. Are you with me? So for the normal person, the onlooker, you can't see if that's a spiritual person or not. Even if they're on, pla on the platform. Don't think everybody on the stage is spiritual. Come on. Don't think the person sitting next to you is spiritual just because he's in a church. He, can, he could have copied everything that's in the spirit. So when the person really falls down low, you say, how did it happen? No, he just duplicated this, the, 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 the language, the genre, the theory, everything in the church. I sing in the choir. I take kippy. I take uchi on. I sing in the choir. I do alles reg. I groot reg. Alles reg. But there's nothing spiritual. There's no deep relationship between you and the Lord Jesus Christ. You have not entered the waters where the rocks are underneath. Maybe all you know, you grow up in the church, so your parents brought you here. Are you with me? So you know the language. You know the way we do things, and, but it does not mean that you are spiritual. Yeah, you are emotional. Shows you are You are Pastor! I was working with an evangelist some years ago, and when the people used to cry like that, they used to tell him, Don't cry! I don't think, But then later I learned, he said, I don't want to, don't become emotional soulish with me let me get to the real problem because you're hiding your problems behind all these emotions are you understanding what i'm saying to you it can look like the spirit but it's not because the soul can duplicate everything of the spirit time can make lottering so jokes mark that don't you he's back here but he's a moffy he's a self-confessed moffy Hij zang die chorus, God zorg voor die moffies en God zorg voor die bieren. 
But if he talks to you, you'll be surprised. You'll think he's a pastor. <laughs> because he grew up in a pastor's house. Do you get my, my drift what I'm telling you? Ek is ook bangie man, hulle kan my record en alles man. Ek sal tronk toe gaan vir Jesus man. A moffie is a moffie. And I've told you already, moffies are welcome here also. The church is open for everybody. It's just we pray for them that the Lord will turn their hearts. Amen. Now, now, now you skrik because you say, Hey, Die kind het dan so mooi kerk geloop, but that was the child was never spiritual. The child was serving God through emotions, through 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 thinking. Yeah. That one boy who came into my church, he started making videos of me, but it's all theoretical, uh, searching for the truth stuff. But the non-spiritual person will almost say, oh, hey, is nog waar, wat is you see, you can't understand the things of the Spirit. So they talk against tongues. Tongues is not for the church. We can't, what is this gibberish? No, the Bible says there must not be vain repetition. These are all just critical people, the, the, theoretical people. Logicians is actually the word. Logic, logica, logica, logica. Maar ek hoef jou vanmorgen sê, dat die dinge van die heilige geest, het die altijd met logica te doen nie. You won't always understand the things of the spirit, because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. Jesus said to Nicodemus, the wind blows where it wants. Hy sê, Heere, hoe kan ek terug in my maase se baar gaan? Die Heere sê, hy is aan so'n sille man. Sy het dan geleer by die bybelskool. Verstaan sy nie geestelike dinge nie. Do you not understand spiritual things? Because spiritual things are only understood by spiritual people. A man must be born again. Or we cannot enter into the kingdom. The wind bloweth where it wafts. You don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it goes to. So is everyone born of the spirit. It's unexplainable. Hallelujah. Nou kom ons hier maak, hou vast. Nou sê ek, kom ons gaat bid vir tien daar aan mekaar. Spiritual person sê, yes! The soul is sê, Heer, die is nou nie wat ek nou, ek het nou gedink paaste gaan sê, I thought pastor would say, we must pray at home. But to come here, I'm a church person, but not that churchy. But how many of you know that through these holidays and through the year that's passed, we've got a lot of moras and gemos on top of us. We have to get rid of it, isn't it? We have to get rid of it. We need a day. We need at least 10 days. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 12, he said, for 10 days, Daniel ate nothing. For 10 days, only like vegetables and water. Because he prepared himself well for the work that he has to do. Are you with me? Thank you. It's the anointing that's dripping from me. 
Soulish. I've encountered too many soulish people in my life for me not to recognize them. Are you with me? They can't recognize the anointing if it slaps them on the head, said Rodney Howard Brown. They won't know an anointed man. They don't know what to look for. They look for soulish things. They like the rhythm of the beat, you see. And God wants us to do everything with excellence. But you see, you make a mistake if you can't sense the spirit flowing in a man and a woman of God. I love people who can discern the spirit. I just love them because I know they are spiritual. And you will have emotions. Your emotions will sometimes be affected by the moving of the spirit because your body can't handle the, the, the Holy Spirit's power. You will either fall under the power, you will cry, you will laugh, you will shout. But it's not that you are governed by your emotions. Are you listening to me? Soulish people are governed by emotions. They're always uh, looking at relationships, who's falling in love with who, feelings, love poems. And they desire relationship with the opposite sex. And they always look and explore for things that will make relationships better between a boy and a girl. May the Lord lift you out of soulishness that you enter into the spiritual realm. And start tomorrow night by coming here and to pray with me. Now I can already show you the decrease in totals when it's prayer time. It shows you how many spiritual people are there. And of course you will find many reasons why you couldn't come. Because load shedding has blocked you. Uh, the Uber is expensive. And nah, 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 nah. It's not really that. It's the spiritualness that's not there. The desire for the things of God is not there. And let me tell you, all the things you run after, the man who seeks the spirit first, you will get more than what you ever could have. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Right, let me close. Number two, the body. The body is the flesh. Enlargement will not come by developing the soul. Enlargement will not come by developing the flesh. Perhaps a stronger body and a healthier life will come by developing the flesh. People who develop the flesh, they become bodybuilders. They give themselves to health walks and health talks. They give themselves to the gym, to athletics and exercise, and everything that will keep them healthy and strong. These are people just worried about the flesh. They are always on one diet or another. Yay. Today they will eat eggs without yolk, and tomorrow... They will eat McDonald's burger with ice-cold water. Hey, Weight Watchers. People who emphasize on the flesh spend a lot of time on makeup and doing their hair. It's nothing wrong to do your hair and makeup. You must look nice. But we're talking about spending all the energy on that and doing nothing in the spirit. You can't achieve much enlargement by becoming fleshly. Are you with me? This is when the flesh dominates Christians whose lives are filled with fleshly activities. And there are Christians like that, isn't it? And that, they don't do sin per se, 
but they are not spiritual. They are in the flesh or they are soulish. Amen? Now the main thing is the spiritual man, which is the main point for today. Emphasize on the spirit and become spiritual. You will enlarge if you do what Joshua them did when go into the river and first get the rocks out of the water. Hallelujah. Pick up the gifts of the Spirit in the water. And the people who give themselves to the Spirit will become spiritual. How do you become spiritual? You must give yourself to the Word and to prayer. I was listening to preaching the other day as I always do. I'm always listening to preaching. It's one of the signs of spirituality. Are you listening? If you find it strange that I keep saying I was listening to preaching, it means you're not spiritual. And the pastor said on the preaching, how do you know if a man is spiritual? He said, without many definitions, the only word I can say is, how much does the man pray? Is what the pastor said. And I thought about it. He said, your prayer life will, deter, will determine if you are spiritual or not. And without you having to give your game away this morning, we know you don't pray much, isn't it? Many pastors don't pray much. That's why I'm organizing a time of prayer where you can tell your wife, I must go. Because if you must do it on your own, you're you are not strong enough. So we're calling it corporate prayer. Come together. So you have an excuse for your wife and children or your husband and children. I must go to the prayer meeting. Because if there's anything that can show your spiritual levels or not, is the fact that how do you pray and how much do you pray? May you increase in your prayer life in 2023. May you be a man of serious prayer. Not just here when people see you. Don't, don't be soulish. I'm talking about real prayer. And I also pray for myself that I will be a man of more prayer. Amen. Ephesians 3.16 says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. And this is how you become spiritual. You develop the inner man. The hidden spirit within you with the word of God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Every man has a spirit within them. You make that spirit strong with reading the Bible and praying. You've heard this before, didn't you? Don't emphasize too much the outward man. You must emphasize on the inner man. <clears throat> because your spirit feeds on the word of God. Your, your, your body feeds on McDonald's, but your spirit feeds on the Word of God. Are you hearing me? So if, you've known, if you never read your Bible and you don't pray, it means your spirit is very weak and thin and, and starving. Your spirit is not strong. That's why you can't resist the temptations of the flesh. But you can make your spirit stronger in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You must feed on the word of God. You can also feed through audio and videotapes. Glory to God. Your spirit will grow bigger 
And as your spirit grows bigger, it dominates your life. When temptation comes, you can resist it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 2 verse 2. As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You will become spiritual by reading the Bible, by prayerfulness, by listening to tapes and videos, and then by praying in tongues. Listen to Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So this morning, the message to you is that you must rather seek enlargement through the spirit than through the carnal man or through the soulish man. Do you understand? Yes, you do. And one of the main prayer topics we will pray for is for the Holy Spirit to come to us. Jesus said in Luke eleven thirteen, if you who are bad people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to them who ask Him? And the Holy Spirit is the greatest gift that the Father has brought to us. Jesus spoke about the promise of the Father. What is that promise? I will send you a comforter. Hallelujah. Now I'm becoming spiritual in my preaching. I'm not praying for a car. I'm not praying for a house. I'm not praying for a job. I'm not praying for promotion. I'm asking for the Holy Spirit. Because if it's in the waters, you pitch the stones. You will have every other thing you ever needed. I don't have to talk about money and about uh, other things. You will get it in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus, when he started his ministry, after he went into the river Jordan, the Bible says the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness, not to the Jerusalem palace, into the dry desert. What did he go do there? He went to fast and pray. He went to fast and pray without food, without water. For 40 days. And then the devil came to tempt him. But because he was fasting and praying, he could resist the devil. You cannot resist the devil without prayer and fasting. Amen. You won't backslide so much if you start to make your spirit man strong. And when the devil comes, you will say, I resist you, Satan, in Jesus' name. He will give you victory over many things. He defeated Satan in the body, the soul, and the spirit. The first part was the body. He said, turn the stones to bread. I say, ah, ah. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. <laughs> yeah. Then soulish also, he said. He said, look, if you bow before me, I will give you all these things. That's the soulish man. I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. And he even resisted the temptation. He said, no, 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 no. I won't go the easy way. I'll go the way of the cross. Hallelujah. And lastly, he tempted him in the spirit. He said, throw yourself from this high pinnacle. And then angels will come and pick you up. He said, no, no, no. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Hallelujah. 
Straight after he came from prayer and fasting, where did he go? Into the synagogue. And he took the book of Luke chapter 4. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Glory to God. Here we stand preaching the gospel to the poor in death. It must be a sign that the spirit of the Lord is upon us. What are the signs of the spirit of the Lord upon you? He will preach the gospel to the poor. And this gospel is not coming without power. It's coming in the power of the Holy Ghost. Your sickness and your diseases will be removed from you because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You can't find this in carnality. You can't find it in soullessness. You can't understand why a woman who couldn't have a child, after a prophetic utterance, then the child is in the womb. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. You can't understand someone with constant pain and suddenly the healing power is here. It's flowing and the people are set free. That is what it means to be a spiritual man. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to the gospel. He heals the brokenhearted. Your heart bleeds a break. But it's not in the flesh and in the seal, but it's not in the geest. Your heart will be mended. Your heart will be healed. Hallelujah. No more brokenheartedness. God will even take you out of that people that constantly breaks your heart and bring you into a new family. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Glory to God. And I like this one as I close, Cyril. I like this one. He said, I will bring deliverance to the captives. Spiritual people. Set the captives free. Hallelujah. I wrote down the definition of captivity. Many things are, are keeping you in captivity. What is captivity? Something you cannot stop. Listen to me, BMI. Something you cannot stop. 2022 is gone, but you are still gripped by something you cannot stop. Something you can't be free from. Maybe it's a person. You wanted to be free from that person, but you just can't. You say, I'm not going to be able to do it. Do you know what? You're captive. Yes. Maybe it's a man, maybe it's a woman, maybe it's a drug. Many of you are captive with drugs here. I know. Say, I'm going to this year. Tia, Tia. But they will let me say, I'm going to do it. Say, can you say, Mr. Swak, Mama? Pastor, say, you van morgen wale die kracht van die Heilige Geest in die water van die Jordaan. Come to these waters. There's a vast supply. You want to get rid of the smoking, you can't. You want to get rid of the drug, even the medicine you use. You use tablets all the time, you want to stop, but you can't. A captivity is something you want to stop, but you can't stop it. But Jesus Christ came into the synagogue. He said, the Holy Spirit is upon me. The promise of the Father. That which I get in the river. And that the Spirit has come to set the captives free. I, 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 I feel sorry if you have to continue in 2023 with your problems of 2022. 
Today is the day of your deliverance. Today is the day of your captivity being set free. Jesus wants you to leave your troubles behind. He said, come unto me all who will labor and are heavy laden. I will surely give you rest. He came to heal, open the eyes of the blind. Yes. To be free. The greatest work of God is to receive the Holy Spirit. Don't run after physical things. Don't run after young girls, young boys. You come from poor backgrounds. You don't know if you're going to ever get education. Don't worry about those things. Come to Jesus. Come into the waters. Come become spiritual. And all these other things and temptations of the world, you will have power to fight. Hallelujah. And I see the Lord making you stronger and stronger and stronger. Say to yourself, I'm going to make up my mind to go to the temple of the Lord for these 10 days. Come to pray and fast with the children of God. Something is going to happen in your life. Something supernatural is going to happen into your life. You will set at liberty them that are bruised. Many have been bruised by, by uh, child abuse, sexual abuse. Many ladies have been abused here. Many men have been abused here. But the Lord Jesus Christ, has, He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to deliver them that are bruised, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Hallelujah. Joshua said, take the stones from the river before we start to fight the battle of Jericho, before we fight the battle of Ai, before we fight the battle of Bethel, let's first become spiritual. Let's go into the waters and build an altar from the stones that we find in the river. I've built an altar from the stones I found in the river. And all you see that God has done for me is because of my spiritual entering into the Jordan. It's not connections. I don't know any rich people. I don't know any millionaires. But I have the Lord with me. Amen. And the longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. And the more that I love Him, more love He bestows. Each day is like heaven. My heart overflows. Now when it comes to this time, I've become uh, all the morass. I have to get it off again. Cleanse my spirit so I can be ready for the work of God. You will not find greater fulfillment than working for the Lord, my brother. Forget about seeking these worldly accolades. Serve the Lord. Become a servant of the Lord. And you guys will be highly successful young men. Like Daniel and his friends was. Can you all stand to your feet? We are finished preaching. Let's clap for Jesus. Leave that scripture there. Leave that scripture there. Take 12 stones. Take 12 stones. Take 12 stones from the middle of the church. Your heads are bowed. Your eyes are closed. I want to pray for you. 
that you have become part of the group that wants to be spiritual. You've tried many things over many years. They haven't worked for you. This time you want to enter into the Jordan. Pick up the stones from the river. The Holy Spirit. Not soulish. Not carnal. But spiritual. Now it's hard to be spiritual. But as your spirit grows stronger, it becomes easier. The things of the world grow strangely dim. You like more and more the things of God. You're not drawn to the lights and the glamour of this world. You say, take the world, but give me Jesus. This will be your story. And you will become a man and a woman that loves God. And the fruit of your witness will be evident for all to see. If you are here today, you say, Pastor, pray for me that I can enter into that realm of becoming more spiritual. I want to pray for you. And maybe you are here, you're not even born again. You want to start to live for Jesus and become a Christian. I want to pray for you as well. If you are like that, put up your right hand so I can pray for you before I close the service. You need prayer to become more spiritual. You don't even have a desire. But today, after this prayer, there will be a desire in your heart. And the Lord is changing things around. Unless you want to be the way you always were, it's okay. But if you want to say, no, Lord, I want to be more spiritual. I want to pray for you. Just come here before we close the service. There is a river. There is a river that flows from deep within. Carnal, soulish, spiritual. Come to these waters. Come to this water. There's a vast supply. There is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. Sing it again. two things quickly. I want to say the sinner's prayer and then I want to pray for those who came for the second request. If you are here and you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, maybe you're not serving the Lord the way you should, I want you to pray this word after me. You want to become a Christian, you want to become a child of God, you want to come to church regularly, 
pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today, just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I acknowledge. I acknowledge. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I've made many mistakes. I've made many mistakes. Please forgive me. Please forgive of me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash me. Wash me with your precious blood. With your precious blood. I give you my life. I give you my life. Become my savior. Become my savior. Become my lord. Become my lord. Become my master. Become my master. From today. From today. I will follow you. I will follow and you. And I will serve you. And I will serve you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. In Jesus' name I in pray. Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.